Hello, I'm Major Adrian Allman. And I'm Captain Claire Allman. Welcome to the Birmingham Citadel Salvation Army podcast series. Birmingham Citadel is a Christian church located in Birmingham City Centre here in the UK. Each episode is a live recording of the Bible message shared during the Sunday worship service. It's good to have you share with us. And as you listen now, we pray that God will speak to you. May you know God's abundant blessing today. It's great to be in Birmingham. Always good to be in Birmingham. I'm grateful to your corps officers who accepted my invitation. <laughs> we were planning to be at Symphony Sounds last evening, and that was a real pleasure. We sat there and just uh, took all that in and just enjoyed it so very much. And some months ago, I said to Major Williamson, There must be somewhere we can be of value on Sunday where I could preach, earn my keep, get lunch, (laughs) and then go back to London. And seemingly we ended up back in Birmingham. So thank you for letting us be here this morning. People ask us a lot about where, where are you going next and what's happening. We travel this incredible world in which we live and we catch glimpses of God's hand of blessing around the world. And I want you to know this morning that God's hand is upon the Salvation Army. God's hand is upon His church around the world. Despite the challenges, despite the fact that there are things happening now that is almost unbelievable, yet God is using His people and God is continuing to write His story in the world in which we live. We should be, I should be anxious to know what the next chapter is going to look like for his church and how we get to be a part of that. In a couple of weeks, well, not quite a couple of weeks now, we'll travel to Indonesia. We were supposed to be in Jakarta for a big congress for the whole territory and commissioning. Uh, so now we go there. You will recall what happened there seven, eight months ago significant devastation. So we're not going to do a big Congress now. That's not possible. So we're going to do the commissioning in Jakarta. Then we're going to get on an airline that I don't recognize. (laughs) Uh, Just pray about that, will you? Uh, We're going to fly over to Palu. Where in Indonesia, if you like to understand, is where most of the Salvation Army is and where most of the devastation took place. And it's strange to me, but they want to hold a service of celebration. And yet they haven't rebuilt their homes yet. The core buildings are still in shambles. The hospital is still got its marks from all that took place. And we're holding a service of celebration in a football pitch. And it's going to be quite extraordinary. God help us to be a people of celebration with the sheer knowledge that no matter what we have or do not have, His hand is still upon us. We live not for this world, but for the next. I'm trying to find in my heart the words to say as we gather for that celebration. So pray for us as we share that together. So, here we are, Birmingham, Sunday morning, 2nd of June, I believe. 
And we're wanting to share with you something of our heart today. And I say our heart because Rosalie and Major Williamson, as we share in ministry together in these days, are talking about the Salvation Army. What's God's call upon the Salvation Army in this 21st century? What is it that God is asking for from us? And I've been articulating that over the last months, reminding salvationists that God has called us to a particular mission. And I'm celebrating in my heart today that words have come and inspiration have come to be able to share with the International Salvation Army the call of God in these days. A call to mission, a call to be ready to be who God needs us to be in these days. And within that, there is a call to prayer, there's a call to holiness, there's a call to be battle ready. It's a call to be who God wants us to be, needs us to be in the days in which we are living. Now, I'm articulating that in the context of the fact that I believe the basic biblical and missional principles of the Scriptures is about introducing the rest of the world to the Jesus that I've already been introduced to. That the rest of the world could know something of His redemptive power and that the rest of the world could know this transformative reality that I've experienced as a child of the King. If that's your heart, God has taken it and reshaped it, cleansed it and made it new, that you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, then you should share with me that desire for the rest of the world. God help us. Now, in saying that, I presume today on one basic reality. That's a belief that the army... The Salvation Army makes a claim that we believe that we are part of the evangelical part of the universal Christian church. And as such, we are ecclesial. We are his church. We are his called out people that we are then engaging in his mission in the world. So. By being here today, all you lovely folks behind me, all you soldiers, officers, adherents, junior soldiers, friends of the army, people who worship here, people who share the beneficiary realities of Birmingham Citadel, people who know what it means to be taken care of and pastorally cared for, you are ecclesial. You are his called out church, and it's you that God has entrusted with his gospel, his mission, his message that you can be changed, that you can be a new creation in Christ Jesus, that God so loved the world that he came, that there is the reality, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, that we are overcomers by the grace of God, that we have proven He is sufficient for the day. And no matter what comes, we stand in Christ and His power is great. We have proven that. And so to His call out church this morning, I say to you, you need to be His holy people in the world in which we are living. Salvation Army has been known for its uh, holiness tradition. We've 
We've met under the umbrella of the holiness meeting for decades. We know that we ascribe to the fact that God can take a life. He can set it apart. He can make it holy. Are you? Are you as holy people? I believe in my heart today. As the world looks at the Salvation Army, looks at us when we march to the square today, looks at us while we play our instruments and we share the gospel, I believe the world has a right to look at us and say they are different. They have a right to look at us and say they are the Salvation Army. They are a holy people. They are a Holy Spirit-filled people. When people look at us, they have a right to expect from us as the people of God, the Salvation Army soldiers and adherents and junior soldiers, we are people who identify with, who put our marker down and say, we belong to the Lord Jesus. We understand what it means to be holy, sanctified. We understand what it means to belong to Him, to be like Jesus. Are you? How do you stay clean in a sin-tainted world? How do you make it possible that no matter what the circumstances, no matter what the speech comes, no matter what the actions are, no matter what the relationships are like, that in all of that you stand firm, true to His call, to His people, to be holy. What does it mean to be holy? Holy. What does it mean to represent God in the world in this way? Not a part of me, not my Sunday go to meeting me, but where I spend my days, my hours, the people that know me the best. Him too now, it seems. <laughs> How do we be holy, holy? Of this I am sure, absolutely certain, as soon as we get to the benediction, you start talking to each other and we go out into the world, this will be put to the test. And I assure you that if it doesn't work out there, it's not what you were talking about in here. We're asked to be the church of Jesus Christ in the world in which we live. And the call of this general is for this church, to, for this Salvation Army to be a holy Salvation Army. I want to remind you that we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We have a different measurement. We have a different outcome. The destiny is different. It's not about the economic bottom line. It's not about how long we live. It's not about the bank account. It's not about any of these things. It's about about serving God with a whole heart in the world in which we live so that one day we share the hope of glory and spend eternity with Him. God help us to keep our eyes on Him steadfast, resolved. 
You see, I believe that God wants us to be His called out people, and He reminds us of this in His Scriptures. God intends that we would be a force for good in the world, not as a gathered church, but as a, a sent out church. God wants us to infiltrate the injustices around us. You don't have to stand for anything in your workplace. You stand for something. You don't have to stand idly by wherever you are. You stand for Christ. God wants us to prevail. He wants us to do that in the context of a holy calling upon our lives that gives us no choice but to say something, to do something, to be someone for Him. God wants us to be His people of grace. God wants us to find our place in the ebb and flow of life so that the grace poured into our lives is poured out into the lives of others. You don't have to look very far to find these people. God wants us truly to be His raised up army. An army that's positioned by virtue of our DNA. We're not like other churches in case you haven't noticed. We have stuff that's important to us. It's our bias towards the poor, towards the marginalized, to those who are treated with injustice in the world. It's a bias towards these young people that says, we have a place for you in God's kingdom. It's a bias to a lot of things. All which bring honor and glory to God. So God calls us to be a nurturing people, to stand against and to stand for. It's a call to be holy Holy, where we know the potential outcome of a changed life. A changed life. Let me be bold this morning, if you think I haven't been so already, and say to you that those who are around us, who see us up close, are looking and they're looking to see something that's unique and different. This is a Christian man. This is a Christian woman. This is a Christian young people. What's the big deal? Let them see. Let them see the imprint of God. Don't do the tinfoil thing at work, but the imprint of God on your life. They should be able to see men and women whose actions, whose words, whose reactions filled with costly compassion, embracing the heart of God and then embracing all that are around us. God help us to be His people. Our scripture reference this morning from 1 Peter lays that foundation. Therefore, with your minds alert and fully sober, your hope on the grace of the Lord to be brought to you in Christ revealed at His command. As obedient children, here it is, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But instead, just as He has called you, is holy, so you be holy in all that you do because He is holy. You be holy. Now, how many of you are saying in your hearts there this morning, General, that, that that's okay for you? But that's slightly out of reach for me. Don't make God that small. Don't underestimate what He can do. 
Don't take away from his all-powerful capacity to work in you. Listen to the words that were spoken in Joshua 1, 5 to 6. As I was with Moses, Joshua, you put your name in. You can say, so he will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And if God stands beside you, then there's nothing that can't happen. Nothing that can't be accomplished. You be strong and courageous. If we believe that our mission field by virtue of the scriptural mandate is where God has placed us, then let that place become a holy place because you are there. Let that place become something of, of God because you are there. The best thing about this meeting is the benediction. We get to send you back. To send you where you came from with all of the acquaintances that are not known to me, not available to me. You take your place in your families. You take your place in your circle of friends. You take your place at work, at school. And God gives us opportunities. You know, I'm walking around these days looking for every moment of possible sacred encounters, whether it's the person who brings Rosalie's pizza or whoever it is. Whoever it is, why can't we anticipate that God could suddenly show up in the midst of that moment? God, help us to be available to Him so that we can be His holy people, but then we can be His people who are engaged in His transformative work in the world in which we live. Radical, dynamic, effective, selfless, willing to step out in every moment of every day saying, What's next, Lord? What's next? Who is next, Lord? He sits at the right hand of the Father, and I have this strange idea that He is interested in every moment and every aspect of my life such that there is a possibility that He can use me continuously. He doesn't just do that with generals. He needs to be able to do that. With you, Joshua records a response when those words were spoken, which I shared earlier. And he says, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. Wherever you will send us, we will go. And God echoes back to them. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Friends, holy people need to walk in ways in which God can use them. And we can make an undeniable witness of the God whom we serve, a God who has clearly made possible our redemption, a redemption that comes through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the redemption that's articulated in Scripture, confirmed at Calvary and witnessed to us by the resurrection, right? You, you have that in your pocket, you have that in your heart. And you walk with that day by day. It's the reality that our conversion, our repentance, our turning away from sin and embracing God is an act of the will. We decided in response to God's compelling appeal to us, we responded to Him and said, I will accept your redemptive power in my life and I will serve you. It wasn't I accept and nothing. 
It was, I accept and I will serve you. And out of that flows this incredible plan of God for each of us. I'd love to have a personal conversation with every person in this room. I'd love to know exactly what it is that God is doing in your life. I would like to know what you sense His plan is in these days. Because we need every last one of you to be a part of His mission in the world. The Salvation Army will not be what it needs to be unless its people are who God needs them to be. I call upon you today to be these people. People filled with the Spirit. People who are set apart for Him. People who are righteous, who collectively understand that in the world in which we live today, while the world is turning its back on the Almighty, you have a grip on the greatest treasure of all. And you have not permitted the devil in any way to scheme in such a manner that you have lost sight of him. God help us. Challenging? Absolutely. You, you have to be absolutely convinced in your heart, convicted in your heart that this is God's will for you. Hearing the echo constantly, I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous. I remind you the call is great, but His presence is greater. I remind you that when it's challenging, He is standing by. I remind you that when it seems like it's just too much to handle, His power is sufficient. I remind you that His direct goodness and His supply of grace will be sufficient for you. I remind you today that God's offer of mercy and pardon is enough I remind you today that His gift of joy will sustain you in difficult times. I remind you that He's available to cheer and to guide. I remind you that He is the great Lord Almighty and He is yours. And I call you to be then His holy people. To live in the context of the sufficiency of His grace for you. I'd like for all of us to find a moment like Isaiah did and to be overwhelmed by the presence of God and as a result of it say, Lord, here I am. Send me. Send me. And whatever the send me is, There's that obedient heart, and out of that comes the reality that we reject the status quo. We trust Him implicitly. We let every action be dedicated to Him. Every resolve be set in stone for His glory. Every trial faced with confidence and every place where we travel and exist, it's in the context of God's seen reality. His Spirit comes and calms us. It comes and encourages us. And we find ourselves quite comfortable saying to Him, Here I am. Send me. And the sacred encounters orchestrated by the Almighty become moments when His agents of grace step out of their normal day-to-day realities and do something special for the Almighty. There's enough of you here this morning to make a difference in the world in which we live. There are enough salvationists up and down this UK territory with the Republic of Ireland to make a difference in the world in which we live. A nation that needs to hear 
that God is still sovereign. God help us today. It's a call to be holy in all that you do. I can't pry into your personal lives today. I can't do a forensic audit of your iPads and computers. I can't do all of that stuff. I can't evaluate your behavior when nobody's looking. I can't even consider that I could understand this morning how well you give your testimony or if you ever do. I I can't do any of that. But we stand before the one who does, who is, and is able. And I want to say to you this morning that if anything is not right with the Almighty, it needs to be right today. I want to say to you that the call that this general is giving to the Salvation Army is the fact that this army needs to be what God needs it to be. If it's going to do its part in this incredible evangelical mission in the world. And we need Birmingham Citadel. We need all of the people here at Birmingham. Those of you who have sneaked in amongst us, and I know who you are now. We need you as well as you go back to your core after this weekend. Would you sing with me and mean it this morning, all all that I am? It's a, a very beautiful chorus that's come into our world in recent years. It certainly wasn't in the last songbook, but I'm glad it's in this songbook. And it says, all that I am, all I could ever hope to be. It's, it's, it's yours, Lord. It's, it's yours. It rests in you. And today we have the opportunity to affirm our faith here in this meeting this morning. We have the opportunity to say, accept me and use me, Lord, as you would choose here today. Take every passion, every skill. Take all my dreams and bend them to your will. My all I give, Lord, for you all live, Lord, come what may. You've got to take it all, friends, and you've got to hold it in your hand. And you've got to look over here and look at what God is offering to you. And you've got to keep those two in perspective. This will fade. It's transitional. It will only last for the days that you draw breath. This here, this is for forever. This is eternity. This is what it's all about. His holy people transitioning from this very strange life into a life of eternity with Him. Got it? Now sing. All that I am. All I can be. We'll hear the melody and then we'll sing it together. Hear the call of God to your own heart today. Younger, older, mom, dad, grandparents, musicians, singers, young people, officers. God is asking us to be who He wants us, needs us to be in these days. Trust Him. This place of prayer is wide open. There are no hindrances. There's a place where you can come if it's difficult to kneel. And I want to invite you to Jesus this morning. I want you to be His holy people. And if any of that seems out of grasp for you today, 
come and take from his hand here this morning as we sing it together, please. Those of you who've got some of this sorted out, you need to be sensitive in this moment. I'm inviting you to Jesus Christ. I'm inviting you to be a seeker. I'm inviting you to be an intercessory prayer warrior for others, soldiers who have credibility in this corps. You come and pray. If there's anyone here struggling this morning, you're moved by this challenge, and I see you. I'm sorry, but I see you. (laughs) You come. You don't resist. You take from the open hand of God. There's nothing. He's he's not clenched fist. His hands are open to you. You come. We're seeking army. The invitation is given this morning few more minutes and we're going to be off and doing other things but you're invited to take these few moments to come I invite you soldiers, officers come and pray for your people here, if you're struggling you've got something you need to deal with this morning you come, I'm not embarrassed, you're invited, you're invited to the Lord this morning, you're invited to come and pray, you're invited that's why I came to Birmingham, you're invited Sing it again if you need to come. Take a moment this morning.
you just have to be patient with us for a moment because I believe God is speaking to others here this morning. There are folks in this audience today who need to say yes to the Lord. And you haven't done so yet. And I want to say to you that God is patient. He is kind. He is welcoming. There's absolutely nothing you can't bring to Him. There's absolutely nothing that He can't handle. I invite you to continue to pray. We're going to sing together a song. It's 601 if you're using a songbook, but it says, Lord, I come to you. Let my heart be changed, renewed. And I want to sing it mostly for the chorus. Because the chorus says to us this morning, hold me close. Let your love surround me. Bring me near. Draw me to your side. There are people in this room this morning who are not sure that God could love them. Not sure that God could put his arms around you. He can We want to testify to that. We want to sing about it here this morning. The only thing that matters in this world, friends, is whether or not you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. The rest of it falls by the wayside. Do you have a right relationship with Jesus Christ? Hold me close. Let your love surround me. We'll share it together. God will help us here this morning. Just a few more moments before we pray, please. verse that we can get up there that says, Lord, I come to you because there it is, because that's where we have to begin, right? I I can't come and get you. I I would. (laughs) I would come and get you right now. But you have to you have to offer yourself. You have to bring yourself just one step, one step. God will meet you. But you have to begin faith stepping out. So here it is, Lord. I come to you this morning. Make it happen. Do it as we share it together as our witness today. Let's sing.
friends. Uh, I, I've got to go back to London. You, you got to, if you're going to do business with God, you got to do it right now. You're coming very slowly, and God is still speaking. I can see that. I know that. I want to encourage you. Rise up now. Come, let, let him hold you close. Then put his arms around you here today. Come now. Come, we're going to sing it again. But come. God is inviting you to himself this morning. Come. Lord, I come to you. We'll say it again. Let it be your words and then let it be your actions. You just come. God will honor you. He'll meet you. He'll commune with you here this morning. Sing the first verse of the chorus again. We will have to pray in a few moments. Lord, I come to Lord, let your love surround me when things are difficult, when health is uncertain, when the family is not doing so well, when brokenness pervades in my life, and the trials seem greater than the supply of your grace. When we run out at the end of the day and there's nothing left and there's still more hours to live. When you can't control all of the circumstances around you. When the mountains seem higher than you wish they were and the rivers are a little more difficult than you would want. God says, I can hold you close. I can place my arms around you and I can hold you in the hallow of my hand. What's on offer here this morning is the embrace of Almighty God, a God who cares, who loves, a God who sent His very best so that you could be a joint heir with Jesus Christ. 
That's the God we're worshiping here this morning. That's why people are praying. That's why people are offering their broken pieces to Him. Because He's the one who's able to manage that. He's the one who holds us close, despite the circumstance. Just again, just the course. And then we're going to share a prayer together here this morning. God will bless us. Hold me close. Father, we bow before you here this morning in this sanctuary. We're very conscious of the fact that people are seeking you and we honor you today. Thank you for your spirit that speaks to the heart, that nudges us to move in a certain direction. God, help us in this moment to be aware of your presence. And Lord, if there's somebody here this morning who's struggling, who's just not winning that battle, Lord, we pray that you would bind Satan in this room here today and that you would release your spirit so we can be your people today in all of its fullness. God, bless these, your people here, and help us to be all that we can be. For Jesus' sake. For Jesus' sake. I wonder if we could pick that song from last evening, that chorus that says, All my days, all my hours. No, I'm sorry. Alders of me, Lord. The one that the children sang last night and the one that Rosalie made reference to this morning. Alders of me. If you would be bold enough with me this morning to stand and sing that as a united testimony. We're going to conclude in a moment. I promise. And uh, let that be our prayer today to God that the heart of God would hear, would hear our prayer. All there is of me, Lord. It doesn't matter if it isn't His. You just come to grips with that. It only matters if it belongs to Him. Because there's no eternal value, no eternal reality in anything you have. But when you place it in His hands, it has eternal value. Would you stand? Would you like to share that as a prayer, as a congregation this morning, please? And then we'll... Have the core officer come to us.
eyes and let's pray together. Father God, these are very special moments. And at the very beginning of our meeting, we put your name the highest overall, believing that you are a God who does work in this world. And even though you are majestic, glorious, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-seeing, yet you choose to come alongside us, humanity, with all our fragility, with all our failings, yet you choose to come and speak to us. And that is just amazing. And we thank you for these many divine moments, because that's what they've been, the presence of the divine in our hearts, in this place. And you challenge us to go from this place, actually, to take those divine moments into our world, to live Jesus-like lives, to give all of ourselves in dedication and service. And this day, as you've come, as you've spoken to us, may you now send us out. May you now send us out in a positive way, knowing your presence to be with us always. And may you send us out transforming us day by day into the likeness of your Son, Jesus Christ. For we ask this in and through the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast this week. So you don't miss any further recordings, please subscribe to this podcast and also share and review it to help other people find and join our Birmingham Citadel online congregation. This has been a production for Birmingham Citadel Salvation Army in the United Kingdom. If you'd like to know more about us or want to worship with us, then visit our webpage at birminghamcitadel.co.uk.